0: Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Two Indie Authors podcast with me, Robert Enright. And me, David B Lyons. On today's
1: show, Robert and I will be diving head first into Amazon resources that can help sell you more books. And I will then be plugging my ears as Robert attempts to sing his way into yet another mailbag segment Mm. where this week's question tests the two in the authors on blog tours. And that is all before dark comedy writer Patrick Osborne rounds out the show by facing our seven questions. However, we shall begin the show as we always do, Robert, by discussing the week that was. Now, apart from writing a shitty jingle uh, to bring us into Mm. the mailbag, what else have you been doing over the past seven days
0: um, I've actually been plotting further shitty jingles, David, for the weeks to come. So uh, you've got plenty to look forward oh, to. No. Um,
1: oh no! Also, you're well ahead. You're 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 a plotter when it comes to you know uh, jingles. You know me.
0: I'm ahead of the game. Um, but putting your <laughs> your tremendous disrespect to my songs to one side, uh, it's been a really good week um, writing wise. I'm um, knuckled down. I've passed the fifty k mark now in uh, my Jack Townsend book. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Uh, which is real is good i mean it's like the final third so all the this is a lot more i would say more intricately plotted but it's a different plotting to sam Pope book where everything kind of builds up to just a big bang 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 finale whereas this is more uncovered i've had to set up people who aren't the killer but you think they could be the killer and you have to unravel it that way um yeah it's the trajectory actor different mm, than very much so and this is this is yeah, the challenge yeah. i wanted to undertake um and i think I've, yeah. I've i've mentioned on here i'm having this edited in a slightly different way with emma where she's doing it in batches um
1: so oh, right. i didn't
0: write like a eighty thousand word book give it to her and she said this is unpublishable shit like <laughs> you know because it's something different <laughs> i wanted her to kind of come back to me and say you're on the right track um you know the tone's good and she's come back and she had really good feedback on the first batch of chapters i sent to her and one of them was that i'd made one of the main characters completely unlikable um the other the other detective she went like to the point where you can't even root for her I was like well that wasn't the case so i had to go back and instead of like plowing on i went back and rewrote that character throughout the book um so then i could carry on with the and she gave me some more feedback saying it was spot on so that was really good that kind of pushed me i think to um get my head down and write this week which is really good and again another reason why you should build a good relationship with an editor because they can you know someone who can sit and tell you i've worked with emma for years yeah you know, i've i've championed her all the time i know some listeners here have now signed up to work with emma that's right yeah she we jumped on a call me and her and she will just tell me straight away this doesn't work or you can't be writing something like this this is inaccurate and you'll get ripped to pieces for that like i don't pay her yeah. to edit my books to fluff my ego i do it so she tells me and calls me out on it so um that's been really really good and the only other thing really of note, or a nice little one, is um, I put the next Sam Pope book up for pre-order, even though it's not till January, and that's already going up Great. the new release charts, which is quite cool, um, especially when the Brilliant. one I've just released is still at number one in the new release, like number four or five now, I think, is and the next s- one, which is cool. But um, I, I, I had a conversation with that Adverly company i told you about um that do the amazon ads oh yes um uh i've signed up with them now so they've actually gone in and i've seen a load of ads be kicked off um in my account i haven't gone in and seen how they're targeting or anything like that yet i've just got email notifications that you're now running all these ads but um from a quick glance this morning um all of them are getting clicks which is good So whatever they're doing is, is starting to work. So I will obviously keep you posted on that. How about you? If I'm not mistaken, David, please. You have a book coming out today, right?
1: Yeah, it's launch day today for whatever happens to Sophie Lusso. Um, I don't know. Mm. I, I haven't released a brand new book, um, for a couple of years now in terms of this is new to the market, uh, mm-hmm. with, with, in which case I would pump sort of thousands of pounds in the opening few weeks to marketing and, and, you know, aiming to get it to number one and, and, and high up the chart. So it's different now, as you will know, and um, uh, you've more of uh, this than I do of mm-hmm. uh, just re- maintaining the advertising to book one. And just allowing the new releases to sort of work off the read through. So um uh-huh. yeah, normally I'd wake up to thousands of sales on a uh, publication day. But I've noticed this morning I've got four hundred and eighty ebook sales and five hundred and nice. something I can't even really remember, I don't have it in front of me here, but over five hundred paperback sales. So it's not it was okay. It's not mm. um, It's not what I was getting when I first released In the Middle of Middle America or She Said, Teresa, you know, when I was releasing these um, standalone books, I was always pumping thousands into the marketing for lunch, but it's not necessarily the case with these sequential uh, series books. So it's, yeah, I'll, I'll have a check on it now, uh, maybe after lunchtime, see how it's doing, but it's, yeah, it, it's mostly just a case of me drip feeding my base, my reader base that I already have, be it on Facebook Inside or uh, through my email <laughs> list and letting them know this is out again. Um, but I, 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 yeah, that's how it works. I think I think I did. I say this hmm. on the show last week, like Betsy Blake has sold one hundred and twenty eight thousand copies, but um, the follow up, whatever happened next is still it's only nine thousand one hundred. I checked yesterday. So mm-hmm. there's a big base who have read Betsy Blake that I still haven't found, um, that I need to sort of find somehow. But I'm I'm sort of putting it off, maybe till the end of this year when book four or five come out in the series, think and that's then I can read. Yeah. Go, hey, you read Betsy Blake? Did you know there's been four or five books since? Um, so I, I'm not, yeah, I think that will be a big money maker then when I sort of pump, I'll pump a few quid into that sort of marketing. But, um, yeah, it's all going well. It, it, it's smooth. There's no stress. Normally, I used to feel quite uh, anxious on release days. I think that's gone be... away. In fact, we were walking. Lola is in some sort of summer camp. Me, self and Kerry, my wife, walked her over to it this morning. And <laughs> Kerry went, what are you doing today? I went, oh, well, I've got my podcast. And then I went, oh, yeah. shit, the book comes out today. Totally forgot. And I remember we had Queeve McDonald on as a guest once, and he said he forgot about a launch day. But I think... Because I'm writing these in this series, yeah. it's not as sort of um, you know, it's not the tip of a mountain in a way like it is when you're releasing a, a standalone. Like there's so much pressure on on launch day and launch week, and you want to get into the you want that yell yeah, or mm-hmm. that orange band, and you want to get into the. I always want to get into the the top 100 or so on release day, but with these series, I'm not really that sort of. I'm not even checking to be honest. I'll probably check later on, but yeah, it's been smoothed. So that's all done, like sort of washing my hands with it. I have been disciplined, you'll be proud of me. Um, I'm now four chapters into the book that follows that already, which will be called Whatever Happened to Liam McLean. And that will be out towards the end of this year, but I'm, I'm getting strong on that. Um, I've also lined up a meeting with um, the big producer about this Alec Ferguson thing. Mm-hmm. This is our second meeting. That's going to happen at the end of September. So I have a few sort of um, strings to the L ball that I'm, I'm I'm I've been strumming this week. But it's um it's productive and it's creative, and, and that's the way I really like it.
0: to in the author. David, you mentioned earlier uh, in intro that our main talking point this week is how to use the resources that Amazon provide you for free to get Amazon to sell your books a lot more. Um, So this isn't going to be focusing on paid Amazon advertising. Um, We've already covered that in great length in, I think, episode 24 uh, where we did a deep dive on Amazon ads and this kind of discussion around Amazon resources and how to use what Amazon, the platform Amazon offers us to its greatest ability kind of, you know, it relies on the fact that you've got all your ducks in a row regarding your Amazon sales page and what you're offering readers. Um, and I believe again, I think episode 35 of this podcast was called you need to get this right. Um, and that was where you and I spoke at great length about sorting your Amazon sales page out, you know, the cover, the copy, the actual book itself being, you know, not a mess, um, all those things. So if, if you haven't done that, go listen to that episode. If you're wanting to talk about or wanting to hear us talk about Amazon ads, we've done that previously. This is what else Amazon has to offer. Um, and I guess it's worth a discussion. I think it is worth talking about. Yeah, it is indeed. So uh, it's
1: a case of if you go into your KDP, so that's kdp.amazon.com. We all have a KDP platform if we have uh, published books. So within that KDP platform, if you are to click on marketing, um, you'll get this page up called marketing resources. And this is where you can enroll in KDP Select, which is Kindle Unlimited, um, it's also where you can run your Amazon advertising um, and it has links to author central. And this is also where you can upload some A plus content. But like Rob has said, there is also free resources in here that you can utilize to help Amazon sell your book. Now, remember Amazon wants you to sell your book because they're getting their commission off every sale. So this is Amazon trying to help you for free. Now, it's a free with an asterisk, Rob, because it's you nominate your books and then sometime down the line, it could be months, it could be a year, it could be weeks. Amazon will email you and say, we would like to take your book into a Kindle deal or we would like to invite you into the Prime Reading program. So Rob and I are going to talk over the next 20 minutes about how you can best utilize this page to help sell your books
0: so rob um go on ahead sorry i don't I want to drop there i did also want to say um because you've kind of you've <laughs> skimmed over them a little bit there yeah. um author central and a plus content i think they're probably just as um to be included in this conversation yeah. as well mm-hmm. because these are these are really especially the um advances they've made to the author central um, platform. These are, again, free resources that are designed to help you sell books. So I think we could probably include these in the conversation about what you can use this page for. But I think you've started at the best point, which is probably the main crux of what you can get out of free promotions, say, from Amazon. And that is the nominations, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, It is indeed. So, yeah, as we mentioned there, just go on to your KDP and then click marketing at the top top, and you'll get this page with all of those things Rob and I have just listed there. Um, About halfway down, you will see something, uh, a headline, nominate your eBooks. Now this is where you can choose uh, any of your Kindle options to be potentially included in Kindle Deals or Prime Reading. So for Kindle Deals, you can nominate any two of your books. Now, this doesn't mean you're definitely going to be in. This is just allowing Amazon to know that you are willing to nominate these two books for potential Kindle Deals in the future. Uh, And then in the box beside that, you can also nominate any of your books to enter Prime Reading. So, Rob, I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, to explain what a kindle deal is and then what prime reading is because these are free resources that anyone listening here today once they have published books can utilize on amazon so a kindle deal do you know what a kindle deal is
0: yes yeah, so that is where amazon will discount your book so this isn't them putting it down for free um so remember that this is amazon will discount your book and then they will heavily market it towards Their users, um, whether that's through emails, through advertising, whatever. However, Amazon do it, these are successful. So they will make you, these ones will make you probably more money than a prime reading deal. Because I find a prime reading deal, I've had a couple of them. um, And we'll talk about our experiences in a bit more depth in a bit. That is where, so there's a difference between being signed up to Kindle Unlimited as a customer and being part of prime reading so um <clears throat> there's probably a lot less books i imagine in prime reading but what that does is if you if you have Prime uh reading as a subscription maybe through your amazon prime or whatever um if you nominate your book for that it becomes free for those people who have prime reading but what that can do is obviously the more pages that get read you don't get paid for those pages <clears throat> but it does push your book up. so i think prime reading is a really good one for I hate the word exposure, but it kind of is because it will it will push your book up because you'll probably get quite a lot of downloads, even though your book isn't for free if that makes sense um, whereas prime reading prime uh no I mean the Kindle deals they offer three separate types, and again, like David said, you won't be told when it's happening until your nomination has been accepted so um you can either get a monthly deal a weekly deal and I'm going to put them in order of how successful they are. So number three would be your monthly deal. Number two would be your weekly deal. And then what you want is the daily deal. However, you can't select which one you want. Um, and usually what happens is because you've already nominated these books, um, you, you used to have to accept the deal when it comes your way. Although I think they may have changed now that because you're used to be invited to these deals. Because you're now nominating yourself for these deals, I think if they accept you, it just happens. Because I haven't had to accept it.
1: Yeah. No, I've had a few um, this year. So um, yeah, yeah. As I said, there you, you have two options. You you can nominate two books for Kindle deal, and as Rob just correctly said, there you uh, will you leave them there for a while. You just nominate them, mm-hmm. uh, and you can change them up every ninety days. I think it is if you want um so they're there in the nominations and amazon are aware of it and one day um they will email you saying your book has been accepted for a kindle mm-hmm. deal it could be included in a daily a weekly or a monthly deal but they will not tell you which one you will just have to cl- you will just have to click a button that says accept so once you accept a few weeks later, they will go. Okay, you have been selected for a monthly deal, and you go. Oh, <laughs> I really wanted a daily deal, um, but you got a monthly deal, and this means that your book will be discounted on Amazon for the entirety of a month. So it could be my books are normally four ninety nine or five ninety nine. Now it's slashed down to ninety nine p, and Amazon, more than anything, and this is why it's it's good to accept these deals is Amazon will push that book as part of their own marketing, you're not paying for it. They are pushing your book um, because you have accepted this deal. So your your book is getting much more exposure on uh-huh. the biggest sales platform on the planet. So Amazon are making your book um, more visual. So the difference there between a daily and a weekly and a monthly is, a, a monthly you will just, from my experience, you will watch a few sort of extra sales pop up every day. It might only be half a dozen. It could be three sales. It could be 20 sales. It tends to be at the start of the month. It goes really high and at the end of the month, just as it's ending, it goes really high in between. You don't really notice much of a difference because it's probably only three or four or five extra sales a day, um, plus it's at that lower point. But what you are really doing is you're collating more readers. Now, if you're like Robert and you write in series, and this is book one, and you're getting an extra 200 readers in that whole month because it was on that monthly deal. Well then that's worth it because hopefully then you will benefit from the read through. They will, they will like book one and go, okay, I I like this Robert Enright guy. I'm going through his series. Um, but that's a monthly, a weekly, you will find that it's, it's because it's condensed into seven days that you might see a rise of those 200 sales or 200 new readers within that week. Whereas a daily deal, because it, it, it it's so instant and this daily email goes out to these readers, potential readers that they think might like your book and say, look, this Robert Enright book is discounted to 99p for today only. You could, yeah. a daily deal can really spike your sales up to maybe four or 500, maybe even a thousand. If, if you really strike it on a daily deal, yeah. it can be uh, very beneficial. <clears throat> Very beneficial to you. Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. Then, so it's a difference between if you nominate, you can nominate your two books. If you haven't nominated two books, by the way, um, I want you to do it straight after this podcast. You go into your uh, uh, Kindle Direct Publishing, your KDP, click marketing, nominate two books, and you will then sometime in the future get that email from Amazon inviting you to take part in either a daily, weekly, or a monthly deal. Now Rob, I, I I've sort of explained my experiences there. Mm-hmm. I've had one daily deal ever in my five years of doing this, and it did spike my sales by quite a, a big number. It was close to a thousand. I've had weeklies where yeah I'd see a couple of hundred books extra books sold in that week and then I've had monthlies where it's probably the same a couple of hundred books extra sold within that month. Um have you had as much experience with these Kindle deals yourself?
0: Um I've had some. Um, I remember um was it beginning of this year or last year? It might have been on this podcast, so forgive me if I repeat myself. I think it might have been the beginning of this year, where I'd just gone full time, not long gone full time, and I think they put like right. the first three of my books on a monthly deal. So it might have been back end of last. It might have been beginning right. of last year because I hadn't nominated them but I got offered Kindle deal for the first three books in the series. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. And the first book set and I was like, Oh my God. Ah, yeah. Take nice. that. Because if I get a daily deal on all of them, I'm going to make tons. And then it turned out it was a monthly deal yeah, and they couldn't cancel it because I had accepted it. But what I found when that happened was that um, I didn't lose money. I had more sales because it had been discounted. I wasn't making more money, but I, I kind of, stayed the same level of income that month so what i lost in royalties i made up an actual number of readers which right again i think the bottom line of this thing is if you get one of these things you take it because each one has their benefits and i've seen those benefits so for that one i would say i probably got i don't know five six hundred more sales than i usually would around that time with the number of books i had and if you if you then take into account i know roughly i have an eighty percent read-through rate do you know what I mean? that 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 six hundred yeah. sales, whatever, um at ninety nine P might not seem much when it comes to royalties, but when I look at how much each one could potentially be worth, it ends up in the thousands. So that has been my main experience. I've had a weekly deal, which is good. When I've had daily deals, I have seen like you, they're almost like a mini book bub in a way. Um, for those of you who've ever had a book bub when they were especially when they were super successful, where um you're, you just get a massive spike of sales and um, royalties on one day, except this time you don't have to pay $1,000 to do it, um, which is why those ones are gold dust and why I'm really excited, David, because I got an email this week saying that on the 28th of September, I've been given a daily deal for the night shift of first-hand Book in the US and Canada. Oh, that'll be fucking
1: great, Rob. That that's big. If you get these daily deeds in America, it can really make or break. I've heard stories, um, of this really making or breaking authors' careers. So this could be your real entry point into what it is. Let's face it. If you if you're writing in the English language, that's the mar- biggest market. Yeah. Biggest market for us, the US.
0: And and it's it's one that I've I've really tried to target. So with that Adverly company, um, I know we're not talking about Amazon ads. I've said to them, try it out in the UK. If you get them ticking here. I need to break the US market in some capacity, so uh, getting a daily deal on that isn't, um, you know, is 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 incredible. But again, to to circle it back to when we started this conversation, none of this costs anything. Like this is just you go in, you nominate your books. So Amazon will always get a bad rep because it's you know quite a shitty company uh, in some of the in a number of their practices, Um, but. When it comes to what they offer independent authors, it's, I'd say it's almost, it's admirable, but it's almost foolish to turn your nose up at using Amazon as um, your means of income. Um, And you might be in some of these Facebook groups, which, fair enough, again, I say morally when they say, like, I don't really want to use Amazon. I don't want to put my eggs in their basket. I don't even use, you hear some people saying, I don't even use Amazon. And you just think, what are you doing? This is the best platform for an indie author, purely because A, it's the biggest, and B, they offer things like this. Now, I know other companies will offer deals like Kobo and Barnes & Noble. I've been in them, and they are successful. But you have to remember, Amazon and not this massive global power because they don't know how to market. You think about that. Yeah. You think of Amazon's marketing. So if I get a daily deal, which I have, Their marketing of that book in that day is going to be a million times better than any marketing I will do myself. And the level of marketing and exposure they can give me would cost me thousands if I tried to do it on my own. So it's worth remembering that when you sit there going, I don't really like Amazon," whatever, because that is the power that they could potentially have. And it's not like, oh, they have the power of your career in their hands. Do you know what I mean, I've built a back catalog of highly rated books that look professional. So of course they're going to pick my stuff. Like I almost make it impossible for them not to, because again, like David said earlier, Amazon want you to sell books. So if you can prove that you can sell books, then they're going to help you sell more books because you're making them money for them literally doing yeah. very little. You're
1: so right. I mean, uh, the reason we spoke about this or came up with this concept today was because Rob and I often see in Facebook groups, oh, I got offered uh, an Amazon deal. Is it worth taking? Um, Well, The the blanket answer, (laughs) as far as the two in the orders are concerned, is you say fucking yes. Uh And the reason is, is because whatever exposure you can get on Amazon, it is worth it. Rob's just explained there, um, it's the biggest company, uh, certainly online, for book sales. So it, it, the more they're promoting your book, the more eyes are going to see it. Um, yeah, but, I mean, we, we've even had, just to reflect there on what Rob said, I've been in a Facebook group and I've seen somebody put, um, oh, I've sold 400 books in the last um, two months, blah, blah, and I'm doing this without Amazon because I don't want to be with Amazon at all yes. because of my morals, and I'm thinking... Wow, that is so that's that's biting your nose off to spite yeah. your face. It really is. So Amazon are your friend in terms of you selling books There's, there's big moral debates to be had, of course, how, how they treat their staff um different arguments altogether. We did not arguments we have to get involved in as authors. But as a blanket statement, as far as the two in the authors are concerned, if you are offered these deals by Amazon you press accept Uh because that is going to get big exposure for your books. Absolutely. Now, so that's those deals, Rob. Uh Um, Let's just brush – on the box beside those deals in the KDP page, which is prime reading. Robert did um, explain what this is. So if you are an Amazon prime member, Uh um, which I am, so I pay, I think, £89 a year to be an Amazon prime member. It means anything I order from Amazon arrives the next day. Love it. And uh, love it. Yeah, me too. Well, it's a little bit addictive, actually, and I also have access to Amazon Prime Video, which gives me, you know, latest movies and and TV shows that Amazon are um, producing. Um, Aside from that, it also puts you in this Amazon Prime reading program where you can sort of download certain books for free to your Kindle. So if you accept an Amazon Prime reading, well, then your book is going to be added to that catalog that those who already have a Prime membership can read your book for free. Again, it's extra exposure. Yes, you're not getting uh, much of a royalty here. In fact, you're not getting any extra royalty apart from the fact that if you are put on Amazon Prime, Amazon will offer you a flat fee from the beginners. It could be £200 or £600 or somewhere in between that sort of amount.
0: They do. I I forgot to mention that earlier to go into Prime, they will offer you a flat fee. The other thing that's worth note, mentioning to people who might have heard you just say that no matter how much people read your book, you don't get anything. Um, that could be quite scary, especially if you um, basically survive on page reads. This doesn't impact your Ku page reads. No, now, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know really the ins and outs of if someone's in Ku and has Prime reading and they download your book. What happens then? I don't know. Does it automatically go, oh, no, you're in prime reading and this book's in prime reading this month. You don't need to – we don't need to pay the author. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, but what I do know is if you're I've, – I've never seen an impact on my page reads royalties when I've been in a prime reading. If anything, they've gone up because, like David said, the exposure of my book has sent it higher up the charts and more people in Kindle Unlimited who might not be in prime reading – then start downloading it and I get more paid reads. So again, exactly, I think yeah. it's, a, it's you get a nice little, like you said, couple of hundred pounds and you get a bit of exposure. Again, I don't see how that could be something you should say no to, if I'm honest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, the blanket response
1: here, if Amazon are offering to promote your books, you really are saying yes. So um, yeah, there are ways that you can utilize Amazon for free to help sell more of your books. So do pop onto your KDP page uh, and get these ducks in order. Nominate two books for um, Amazon Prime Deals and nominate one book for Prime Reading. Robert, do you want to come in on that?
0: I did, yeah. Um, I think you just said for Amazon Prime Deals, I think it's Kindle Deals. Uh, oh,
1: Kindle Deals, I'm sorry,
0: L- little tip on that the only books I ever nominate are book one in my series. And because I've got that many books now set one in my series um, because sense. again as well my marketing goes to get them to do it for me for free um, before we wrap up on this I remember we mentioned earlier there's a couple of other resources on here um, that Amazon offer for free I think we should probably go through that author central that's basically your author profile page which you can then see the results of when you click on the author's name on Amazon um, if you're looking at their book They've added some cool features on there recently, like um you can say which one of your books is the most talked about, where should they begin if they want to read your books. Um you can yeah. nominate other people's books. I think I, I think it says like well, a book that really left an impression on me. Um I've got your book, David, on there. Um, oh, thank you very Betsy much. Nancy Blake. Um I think uh, another one is if you like my books, you might like this. And then I've got another friend of the show, Stephen Taylor. I've got his book on there saying you might like um, his series. Uh, If you want to start my series, start with the Night Shift, all this stuff. You can put your photo up there. You can upload other photos. so You can put pictures, really nice pictures of all your books together in paperback. You can upload videos talking to your readers. It's a small little platform. And I'll tell you what, the authors who do well at this game, their author central is shit hot. I guarantee you it's got quality, uh, all of that stuff's filled in. It's got quality photos, quality everything. So I would say, again, it's something that's worth a bit of your time and it's completely free. Um, another one, which I'm a huge proponent of, is the A-plus content. Yeah. So, again, if you're not massively creative um, with um, graphic design, although you can make all this on Canva, and again, Canva is free, and Amazon tell you the pixels that you need for whatever selections you make, because you can either have big banners or small pictures, and you can have little grids that say it's available in paperback, audio, all this stuff. If you're not comfortable doing that, speak to your cover designer. They'll be more than happy to probably provide you with some banners and pictures and images, but go look at David's A-plus content. It's on the main sales page. Go look at mine. Mine looks like a movie poster with like movie quotes and stuff on it. Again, it's free promotional stuff and it just gives a bit more when we talk about getting your ducks in a row and making your book look more professional, having all these things done beforehand is really, really good. Um, And the last one, David, is you can run a price promotion for free. So I think you get like one every, you have to be in KDP to do this. Um, But I think once every cycle, so three months, you can run a price drop where you can either do one flat price drop or you can do it incrementally. So say if you've got a book coming out, you could reduce the price of all the books prior to it for a few days. And you still get, I believe you still get the 70% royalty. Yeah. So they're really good if you get a BookBub deal. So if you get a BookBub deal where you've got to reduce your book to 99p, make sure you've got one of these in the bank because then you can do it and still get 70% royalty. And you can also run free book promotions. So all this stuff is in there. In the marketplace um, tab in your KDP, all of this stuff is available. So if you think just slapping a book on Amazon is using Amazon to sell books, go and do all this stuff right now and start taking advantage of all the free things Amazon offer to help you sell books.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. We're we're, we're, we're giving homework this week. So after the show, pop on your KDP uh, homepage, click that marketing tab, get to work.
0: My ad's gone cold, I'm wondering
1: why.
0: I published them at all, it's time to write another chapter, but I just seem to stall. And even if I did, it would not be great, and I'd delete it all. I guess it's time to ask the mailbag, the mailbag. Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. There we go.
1: That's
0: what you're getting from me today, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Dido and Eminem rolling over in their graves, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, I, I I believe they're both still alive, but a little bit of them probably just died. Um, yeah, a little a, bit of them died a there. A slightly more somber entrance to the mailbag today. Yes. But we're going to keep the energy up yeah. because we're not somber. Um, we do have a question in the mailbag this week, and I do believe it is from karina wokely and i believe i haven't butchered that name like i butcher most of them um and karina has sent in our question which says hi dave and rob love the show and learning so much from it brilliant that's what we like to hear um yes. i wanted to ask you if you guys use blog tours to help with reviews ahead of a book launch i think we've mm-hmm. touched on this a few times over the show, but kind of like a passing yeah, we comment f- or two. Where do you stand on that? Yeah.
1: I don't mind blog tours. What I do, what I love mm. about them really are the people who run them because they love books. They love literature. They're really interested in fiction. They love us authors. Um, so I, I hold nothing against them. Really. They, They tend to be really, really nice people, predominantly women. Um, from my experience, but always genuinely nice people and very interesting people who have an interest in me or my books, so that's fine. Um, I would say, Karina, first of all, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. But I, I, I would, I would, I would advise you, Karina, to have a deep think about what you want the blog tour for. If you want the blog tour to help sell more books. Well, unfortunately they don't do that because these blog websites that are reviewing your book, they're not websites that have thousands of visitors and even thousands of loyal visitors who will, you know, every time this blogger reviews a five star book that, you know, these readers of this blog are going to go out and buy it. It doesn't work like that. You're not going to get, hundreds or even dozens of more of sales from any blog review. And that and that's just the harsh reality of it. Um however, Karina, if you just want to utilize a blog tours to make sure there are maybe half a dozen reviews up on Amazon when your book launches, well this will help you. Or if you want to utilize a blog tour to pull out some pull quotes for marketing purposes, you can say, oh Bob's blog said my book was an outstanding read five stars Um, if you want to do that well then it's absolutely worth it to go down the blog tour route but i should emphasize i know i've already said this but it's really not going to help with any sales um but so there's pros and cons to it Robert have
0: you any experience of blog tours um I do, but we're talking we're going back six, six years, seven years when I did Bermuda and when I did one by one. Right. Um so you think of yeah, we always talk about if you you know what what do you know now that you wish you'd known then. Um I think mm-hmm. m- approaching it now might be a different thing. So I'm actually thinking of doing one for Jack Townsend. Um, okay. so I think some of the mistakes I made was A Nobody knew who the hell I was, which is fine. Um, I still got, I I organized it by connecting bloggers on Facebook. I spent a lot of time in Facebook groups to kind of build those relationships. Um, And they gave me good reviews. I used them all again, like you said, in pull quotes in this uh, marketing sphere. And then I tried to do it with Bermuda. And I think I did it in very much the wrong genre of bloggers. Um, do you think I was like in the right. crime yeah, okay. thrillery bloggers and this was very much urban fantasy thriller? Um, and like as my nan said recently last week when I saw my lovely 88 year old nan, Bermuda was just a load of nonsense. That's what she said to me, um, to my face. Um, <laughs> I've got a love nans, don't you? Um, but nans. but what I'm thinking of with this Jack oh, Townsend yeah. one is exactly what you're saying. I'm not thinking of doing a blog tour to to sales i'm doing it because i've got a big amount of legitimacy behind me with the sam pope books and i know loads of bloggers i have the budget as well um to to probably pay someone to organize it all for me make sure i don't have to do anything just pay them the money and Great. my book will explode across the crime facebook network i'm fiction facebook network and I'd probably get a load of good reviews that I'd then use to promote it. Um, so I, I think there's probably, like you said, there's frozen cost to it. As long as you know what they are going in, then I'd say do what David always says to do, which is just test it and see how it works for you.
1: Okay, Rob, it is time for our favorite part of the show. It is this week's. Mm-hmm. Seven questions, and we've lined up another fantastic guest to join us this week. Comedy writer Patrick Osborne. Patrick, thanks so much for being part of the Two in the Author's community I... and for joining us here today.
2: My pleasure. Thanks very much. As I said, um, I work from a hard to pulcherist when, when I'm deadheading the roses Monday morning. I cron the podcast, and it's a, it's a lovely way to ease into the week. And uh, ah, so that's the nice. lads. The knowledge I gained is from the podcast It's unbelievable. So you do what you do, it'll grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And as I said, you know, these are really knocking it out of the park. So, wow, thank you so much. Great praise That's from a great a man. man, Patrick. Let me ask you, listen, do you
1: like the theme
2: tune? remember I told you, when I first started, uh, Kenny Everett came to mind. Oh yes, um, like, so you did say that to me before, yeah, yes. But uh, is any and there's definitely one piece of Kenny ever. I swear to God, it's it's the closest thing you can. So, yeah, it's uh,
1: annoying. Yes, stays in your head, but no, <laughs> it's, it's great, it, brilliant. And this, I think we might have to ask. Uh, leave this question as a, an eight question. We might have to change the format to eight questions. We maybe should ask every author this. What about Rob singing for the mailbag? Well, I think, look, a fair play is
2: putting himself out there. Um, he is doing
1: that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, professional writer, yes. Yeah, super brilliant. I don't know, but you know, God loves a tire.
0: i tell you what, you you could say that. You're but so right, Patrick. You are being serenaded by me every Monday morning, and you <laughs> are coming back for more. Oh. <laughs> he's he's really. He, he probably gets the roses heads. He makes some
2: mistakes when you start singing, I'm sure. Yeah, people think I'm bad. <laughs> yeah, because I, I have the earpieces on, you know, and I'm, you know, <laughs> on tro- all the shows, <laughs> the faces and stuff. But no, it's wonderful, and keep doing what you're doing, Rob.
1: Oh, thank Great. you. You're an absolute treasure, Patrick, and you've been so active in the group, and we really appreciate that. It's Patrick Osborne. A great author the author of Baxter's Boys and When Your Numbers Up brilliant um comedy I mean am I should I mention the name Roddy Dial to you Patrick is that is, is that too obvious a connection
2: no I mean look I'm a Dublin I'm a Dublin man I write kind of working class stories so you know it does get compared a funny yeah. story I met him there about I met him last year I had a cousin and they do a podcast and it's called Talking Bollocks.
1: Great name.
2: <laughs> never yeah, never thought of that one. But, but you should definitely listen to it. But um, <laughs> they, they won podcast of the year, the viewer's choice, the last couple of years in Ireland. And they're just two lads that, any problem in the world, they've had it like, Germany, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they talk about it. But they had um, they Roddy Doyle on one of the podcasts. And where they record it is where, it's a big radio studio. Uh, in, in town so you have all the top uh, DJs and stuff will be in this building and there's a lovely uh, balcony over the city and it's really spectacular view so they were interviewing God, and he said to me do you want to come over and have a yap and the him so we're having a yap on the balcony and uh, the talk came into my head if I threw him off the balcony I would have killed Roddy Doyle. like would that sell more hooks for me yeah your sales at spike <laughs>
0: man <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, I did. I did. You give me a chance. I'll tell you, know, I, you I, what. You let letting... Patrick. Keep hold of that because one of our questions is, is how do you market your books um, when you start explaining <laughs> your killing spree through uh, through Dublin?
2: I'm sure no, I, will, uh, I, I do. You genuinely, like sorry, I do <laughs> genuinely take it as a compliment because uh, uh, yeah, his Barrytown trilogy particularly. You know, I'd be a massive fan of that, you know, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but they're, they're, they're going to be remembered in Irish folklore, like James Joyce's Ulysses and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I know that sounds a bit mad to some people, but that is how Roddy Dial would be remembered in Ireland. If you love Roddy Dial, um, The Snapper, The Commitments, The Van, well, then check out Patrick Osborne's books, Baxter, Baxter's Biles, should I say, and then when your numbers up, that real Dublin humour. Um There's your plug, Patrick. Are you ready to face the seven questions? (laughs) I am indeed, yes. Okay, well, I will kick it
2: off. Question one, are you a full-time author? I'm not and I don't think I'd want to be. Right? (laughs) I'd love to be a part-time author and a part-time horticulturist. And Uh I suppose the reason being I think my personality with, you know, with, with, say, with the loneliness and the um, the isolation that comes of being a full-time art, I don't think yeah. that would suit, to be honest, my personality. I'm kind of a gregarious yeah. kind of lad or whatever. And um, then also, I think the pressure of having to deliver time uh. and again might detract from my love of writing. But yes. Do you want really to respect people that do it full-time? Yeah, oh, yeah, unbelievable. But I just think for me, the right fix or match or balance would be part-time war I, and part-time war, I work with a gang of about 20 fellas. I, I work for uh, the council. And I can tell you, oh, it, it's ah. it's like an open air asylum. And I don't think I'd want to, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to swap that. <laughs>
0: I like The fact that you refer to the uh, the the council as a gang, <laughs> I like I like that uh, that imagery there. But that's that's enough. And I think it's a really good honest answer. Um, Great answer. And since I've I I've only been full time for le- coming up to a year, and I've had to make actual, like, conscious decisions to not be isolated. So, yeah, if you're someone who doesn't like being on their own uh, or doing things like that, then I can understand why you wouldn't want to do it all the time. Um, sure, yeah. I'm going to go on to question number two, and it's one that we asked. When it comes to your ebooks, um are you wide or are you exclusive with Amazon?
2: I'm exclusive. Well, I hadn't got a clue what that meant when I first started listening yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I'm a I'm not a technophobe, but I just I was just having a clue. Um yeah. be more of a people place But I I got on to I got into someone and they I said, What am I? Am I exclusive or uh why and they said, No, you're exclusive on the ebooks and why it's with the paper. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: apparently <laughs> nice yes well it is a big decision i think it probably becomes a bigger decision patrick um, the more books you have out because you're sort of relying on those page reads which is like a subscription model but um yeah you, you'll, you'll benefit from it in time i'm absolutely sure and um, question three then is can you name the one service you use as an indie author that you cannot do without
2: yeah i mean i suppose the vast majority of the other articles that you've had on, like it would be probably software that would be the biggest, you mm. know, s- service. I mean, for me, it's people. Um, yeah. Like, really, I couldn't do this without the backing of my wife, right? And she didn't force me to say that. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She's behind that camera with a 90%. Yeah, 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 with a goal. Um, <laughs> but I, I do use um, a service, Arla Kelly Publishing, right? And ah. so Jane Buckley... That you had on previously yes friend of the show yeah uh-huh. yeah and on when we would know it. all that and so what it is is look at I'd rather plant a thousand bushes and get the money and pay someone then to do the the technical end of it if you like yeah for me because I'm not I, I can do I could do it but I wouldn't enjoy it so I'd rather uh-huh. do what I like which is hard gardening, yeah. and then pay for the service of a professional to do X, Y, and Z from. So for me, that's time management, even though it costs money, but it's that's the balance I found. So definitely, um, Orla Kelly, for me, her services will be brilliant. And and I'm sure there's lots more. I mean, look, like, uh, same with editors and so forth. Pay the professional to do a professional job and then need to leave whatever whatever small that I think I can do right, I concentrate on that.
0: Yeah, that's it's true.
2: Independence now.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's really good. And it's um, something, David, you've brought up a lot on the podcast of, yeah, you can outsource things you're either not enjoying doing or maybe you're not as experienced in or you don't have time to do. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if doing all the back end of the books is going to turn off your passion for writing books and getting them out there, why would you do it? So I think it's a really good service. And one that's actually, like you said, most of the uh, Answers we get are usually around software, and I think, yeah, it goes without saying the people we have in our lives are wildly important to getting us to where we are. So it's a fantastic answer. You've already alluded to question number four earlier when you were talking about murdering (laughs) another author, Um, but maybe with less bloodshed. How question four is, How do you market your books?
2: I've destroyed everything, and I'm going to tell you everything, right? Um, I've done local media, local radio stations. I I was fortunate enough to be on national radio, although the guy who interviewed me, I mean, that's far, clear. I was on with Ryan Tuberty there, I we mean, three years ago on Gosh. Radio 1. So, Ryan has these problems recently, but it was very good. Like, the show was, was very good. And it really did help sales. Like, I know we were saying some of these things can hit on this. Yeah, but, but my appearance on on his radio show definitely was was a spike in sales. Um, I've done local media and national media. Now, when I say I've done, as they it, it, it been reviewed? I I not paid for, you know, uh, media. Um, so yeah, local about Uh I've done book fairs, so. I will not say like Dell yeah, while you were a stall, but I've had a st- i I've, yeah. I've got <laughs> a book first. Now, yeah, what I found about that was brilliant in surprise. Like, you're not just selling your book, you're selling yourself, you're selling the purse. So at these fairs, people get to meet you. And yeah. I that's incredible. Like that. like It's like you're saying, like that. You answer when people, you know, ask you a query or, you know, say, you know, they, they compliment you on your writing in your book. You know to have that human touch and and to engage with with your readers. Yeah. So the so the book fairs do that, as I said. Um. Even though in my head I'm visualising Del Boy on the stall. <laughs> what it's, what it's it's it's, a, it's not as bad as that. Uh, I've done yeah. workshops. Uh, my book is in over forty libraries in Ireland, which can't be this. Right. As, as a young as a young lad, like I I the library yeah.
1: one. There yeah, you go. Like, yeah.
2: So that that's 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 fa- fabulous and fascinating. I've done physical book launches, which, which I thought were incredible. I, again, I with the whole indie author business, I wanted to be known. As opposed to, I, I reckon for me to sell books, I have to be known. Yeah. There's some people that can, you know, they're happy enough to sell. I won't say anonymously digitally, but that's where their business is. Yeah. But for me, mm-hmm. I want to kind of show that I, I'm a working class writer. I'm an ordinary person, you know, and two who likes uh, you know, right comedy. So yeah. the so the physical book launches were brilliant and they the first two were in the in breweries. So wow, um, great. Great night. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna help you take everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was for all the lads who said I couldn't organise a kiss up in the brewery. But there I you go twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> <Once. Very> good, <laughs> um, yeah. and then the then, then. The Dublin lunch, which I didn't have the last one because COVID kind of it, COVID just kicked in. The Dublin lunch, I'm a guest of the Dublin Lord Mayor in the Mansion House in Dublin at the yeah. end of this month. So that's a Dublin lunch and there's free food and drink, which is <laughs> which
0: is a vote.
2: <laughs> <boat, laughs> but yeah, so I'm a guest. So physical lunches as well for me were were Green dream part. I built up a rapport with some local bookshops. Um. I sub- I stalk celebrities. That's that's what I'd say. You haven't got that before. Wow, I mean, nice. i i found that where celebrities are, and I've got them to pose with the book and everything. Right. Um, <laughs> I didn't try to kill them though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so right. and no, I, I, I you know I met people. The, the the idea of 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 celebrities and this whole game is there's a story there. There was a film out when when ha- how Harry or when Harry became a tree. Colin Meaney's in a in Dunbar to read right. up your film. But the, the premise was on a Japanese proverb was that you become more important in the town the bigger the enemy you have. So this this ordinary agricultural worker picked on the toughest fella in the town, the, the fellow who owned the town. And then he became more known. So right. my God, my God, it is that if I took on the
1: big others and the big players. I love it.
2: She's that guy. He knows all these people and stuff. Yes. <laughs> I've tried everything.
1: You're so right. I love it, Patrick. It's such an extroverted way to to go about selling your books. But yeah. you're you're dead right because your writing is all in the voice, isn't it? It's, it's all yeah. sort of authentic, raw stuff. And you are you are the face of that voice in a way, and which like yeah. Roddy does with his books. And um, so, yeah, getting yourself known is part of your marketing route, yeah. uh, regime because then your books will become known. It sounds That's but We haven't had anybody uh, like that on the show, so no. I really love that answer. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'll have to think yeah. your brains. And I wonder um, how I get into the mansion house. Oh, I get um, you, David. Don't
2: worry. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. You no, know, I did. I did. I did dabble with Facebook ads, so I have done the, the you know, the, the digital, digital and whatever. But yeah. with the first book, that was more. I, I, it was a token gesture. I didn't, I didn't follow through. I didn't really know. I, I've learned enough. That is said about. You know, I've listened to podcast on marketing. Which you guys, so I know now all the stuff I did wrong, yeah. I've been doing my utmost to correct that, but I do know where I went wrong, which is great because if you don't know, you don't know. And yeah, obviously, the fact that this is the second book now, I know of yeah. something else that's said. I understand, you know, I've mm. to you, you know, sometimes it's fourth and fifth books, you know, yeah, you, you, you campaign differently, but um, yeah. No, I, I'm 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 definitely learning that I'm not I'm not averse to social media, and um, promotion and management and selling. I will yeah. do that, but it's at, on the ground level, and starting off on the
1: sell me, uh, yeah. what I represent. Yes. So you and your, you and yourself are a brand. The the last point you actually raised there, Patrick. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about uh, more specifically in question five. So you say you're learning all the time. Uh, question five is: What's the one thing you know now that you wish you had known from the outset?
2: Uh, I, spo- I suppose there's a few. Well, I suppose you know the way you were saying: if you have a back catalog of books, mm-hmm. so that you don't learn. You know, you have have them in reserve ready to launch. Uh, like when I wrote the first book so that came out 2020 and my second book was coming out 2023 that's too big a gap Mm -hmm. now if I didn't know how slow I how slow I write but if I I didn't know um, the benefits of having them coming out closer I probably would have held off a bit but but you're mad anxious to get the first book Mm -hmm. out there everyone is, I mean you have the book and, and you want to get it out there so definitely I would say to anyone um, write a couple of books have them ready to go and don't send them out every once every three years that's that's yeah. not good it's so I true yes yeah. that's, that's a really good so that's, answer that's that's yeah that's, that's definitely yeah that's yeah definitely a,
0: I, I've I think it's a really good answer um and we've had some guests on who who have like done exactly that there's like planning like work, they're, they're starting working now but they're planning on doing it all in like a year or two or yeah. or like putting everything together before they just I mean I did it eight years ago I just threw a book out and expected the world and nothing happened um, and that's very different to how, how I go about things now um, but I think it's a really good one to know it kind of leans a little bit onto question number six as well um, but you probably have a different answer for that which is what's your biggest frustration as an indie author Um, I
2: it's it's the same frustration, but I'm frustrated with two opposite sides of the coin. So I'm frustrated that indie authors are not respected. Um, mm-hmm. They're not seen to be writers, to be authors in the same vein as traditional. I've absolutely nothing like yourselves. I've absolutely nothing against traditionally published authors. I mean, that's, you know, everyone goes their own way. And so, fuck, that's brilliant. No problem. Yeah. So the frustration I have is, Within the authors themselves, not being professional, you know, not uh-huh. having proper book covers, having shy yeah. titles, not yeah. editing, misspelling, you know, not putting the effort in, not being professional, be professional, yeah. Yeah. be professional, you're dragging everyone else down. Um, yeah. and then on the flip side, is as you said, it's like it's ring fenced by publishing companies, the big, you know, the big, the big five or whatever, but for festivals and for getting yeah. access to the TV and, and, and that but like I've, I've managed to kind of lag me way or convince me way into some of these festivals I did like the Liverpool writing writing on the wall a couple of years that was fabulous last great. year it was at Arthur the Dingle Festival and that was nice. great like look at that massage the ego we were putting we up, put in the hotel we were paid a few bob and you know and I felt like the rock star author and there was all, all the rest of the authors apart from myself and Jane and it that contact Board, um, the rest of them were all from the big big publisher so we that that for me fulfilled a bit you know our our massage the ego from it. But, <laughs> but what I don't like about some of the festivals is they're funded by the arts councils and you know be similar to England England, Ireland. I'm sure it's the same the rest of them they're funded by by government grants and councils and so forth so i e my tax, your tax, your tax, and yet, we're not allowed to enter or invited to our so true, great point, yeah. So 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 that's 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 quite annoying. But as it on one hand, in the odds need to be consistent, with up again and be professional. On the other You're hand, we need a chance. Like the like the the award, so that's the the, the, the biggest award in, in, you know, the biggest uh, competition within Ireland say, you know, outside of Booker Prize and all of these but on the Young awards, awards yeah but you have to be nominated your book has to be nominated by a publisher to be yeah. part of these awards I know no indie publisher or indie author that's in it or has won anything in it and there's huge categories and that's televised and you know you'd see the the, the household name authors the big publishers the media personalities celebrities all meaning. So that exposure is massive. Yeah. But there doesn't seem to be any opportunity for an Indian author. Who's probably outselling
1: most. Yeah, I I bet we are. Uh, absolutely, cool. we're definitely out earning them. Um, and I don't say I don't say that. Um. No, no. They're just... with, with, with any sense of um, ego, it just it is an actual fact. when uh, I mean, you yeah, look at right, all right. the figures. Yeah, but but it, I share that frustration with you, Patrick, I have to yeah, say, right. particularly around the Unpost book awards in Ireland, which are supposed to be prestigious. And I can't understand why... I'll share two things I can understand. One, I can't understand why they don't allow uh, independent authors on, because if they, uh, it would be a great story if an independent author won that. It would be really good for the brand of sure. the Unpost awards as well. Uh, it would get such great exposure. But two, what I'm hoping, and I'm, I am i assume this will happen and I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, that if you take the music industry, for example, and you take big acts, some of them are surrendering their record deals to go more right. independent. They have their own studios in their house and they go, right, I'm releasing this record myself. There's a famous pop star Oops. recently that it's pop, Faye uh, I think her name is. Oh no, Ray, sorry I sound like a granddad uh, there getting the pop star uh, Ray, uh, She just wiped herself from the um, record contract did her what? own stuff and got That's flew uh, to the top of the charts. Now yeah. I can't uh, one day soon somebody I don't know whether it's going to be Stephen King or somebody who sells multi-millions of books are going to go they're going to rip up their contract and go I'm going the independent route because I know this is how I can uh, attain more control oh. and and we make more money and all more of the royalty, so it will happen um but I share that frustration with you too, Patrick. Are we ready for question seven. yeah, I love this one um just uh, it's for for our audience. What's the one piece of advice you would pass on to our listeners, Patrick
2: well again, it's be 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 professional and it goes without saying if you're not professional, then the audience or readers. You know, don't expect them to 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 see you as a serious a serious writer. Um, I jotted down something there. Oh, oh yeah, the, the 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 Netflix generation, so the binge, you know, the binge watching yeah, that time. Having having several books lined up, yeah. Because then keep an eye on traditional publishers and what they're doing.
1: Uh huh. You
2: yeah. know, I won't say you, you have to emulate them. You don't have to emulate them, but you can learn from them. And whatever works, why would you not use it to your you know to your own advantage? Um, so as a being the top of your game, be open, be active. Networking, I found that networking with other authors was of immense uh, benefit and advantage. You know, yeah. you give advice, you learn, you take like as I said, what you have created is a fantastic indie author um, go to place. And mm. you know some authors within this group will 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 make each other off, and you know they might say, "Oh, with and that Sean Hyman, that's similar genre." and need off. Like I remember uh, Ian Quayve, Matt Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. we love Cueve Yeah, like,
2: Matt is a hatter, Right, he's great. Yeah. he's brilliant. He suffers. Great, he's hilarious, wonderful. But I, I remember him, I messaged him, and you know I'm I'm, I'm a friend on Facebook, but but I've never met the man in the real. And <clears throat> I didn't know from Adam, and I messaged mess him about a lot about going on the line of audio, because a lot of people have said to me, "Look at the type of books you, you,
1: you write. yeah, it's no uh, voice, a
2: lot of conversation and dialogue. So I had a good jab with him about the whole ins and outs of of, of, of audio books and and so on. So at the minute, it's not it wouldn't be viable for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not, I I'm, I'm haven't enough books out there. I'm done enough. But at least I know. And at least he gave me that time, uh, you know, that, that, that courtesy to 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 answer a couple of questions and stuff. So I, if you don't reach out, you you, you you never know. Like there's a saying, there's a saying in in some parts of Ireland. I had never heard it in Dublin, Dave, but it's it's a Dublin priest I never got a parish, I, have, ever, I haven't heard that, but it makes nice sense. Yeah, if you don't ask, you won't yeah, guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so you need to put yourself out there. You need to go to festivals. You need to go to readings. You need to hook up with other authors. Like, like Jane Buckley now and Yvonne Redding, who you had on, they're, they're both coming to, to my lodge now, the next lot. But I've done oh, stuff great. for them. And we're after getting, we're doing a, gig in a, a workshop in the library next month. And we're wow. both speaking at the, the Retrievers are, are speaking at the, the International Dublin Writers Festival next month on our journey on our, on our indie writing journeys but that would have only that only came across or came about by us you know ask them you know yeah. make contact mm-hmm. sound about won't, you won't like everyone in the audience as in no everyone is different it's just like yeah. friends you're not going to be triggered in the pub with everyone but, yeah. but find people you, you you know that find your tribe as they say that's and, it yeah and, and you'll, you'll give so, you know, something that's obvious to you that you know you think everyone knows don't so you might give that little bit of a tip and that'll get them up to the next uh, step or to that and so forth, you know and vice versa and as That's, I said I'd really benefit from other authors interaction uh, very quiet I mean with the vast majority people yeah this, it's, a,
1: it's, it's an incredible, incredible community, community.
2: super yeah they really are super yeah. so, so I said put yourself out there area your comfort zone which I know is are always preaching which you are correct it's and really, yeah uh, I don't and and, and 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 yeah. Hopefully. Well, raw Pat- beginner once.
1: Patrick, you are part of our tribe now. We really appreciate those seven answers. That's fantastic that right? and so different, uh, yet again, to everybody else we'd have on. Hey, I want I want to have a drink with you. We'll have to meet up and and um, and launch you to a point again. Uh, sometime soon, Patrick. It, it sounds like fun. We'll find a good pub in the centre of Dublin and do that. Definitely.
2: Once you have money, don't worry on me there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's ladies just and gentlemen. Me, he'll be fine yeah he'll be <laughs> fine you can get it on your new royalties
2: yeah. um, <laughs> la- ladies and gentlemen Patrick Osborne Patrick thanks so much for answering the seven questions thanks Rob thanks David I said really appreciate it
0: to There we go, David, another Irish author. I mean, independent author joining More us Irish. for the uh, seven questions. I just, of course, Ireland is thought of probably the nicest people in the world that you're <laughs> likely to meet. Um, and I think it's, it's wonderful <laughs> that, I mean, Patrick is very uh, active in our Facebook group, um, has been for a while now, which is wonderful. He's always um, offering, you know, liking posts or offering opinions or asking questions, which is really great. But yeah. it goes to show that... Over time, he's now thought, you know what, I'm going to get on there and I'm going to speak to those guys. So um, I think we should commend him for it and ask others to do likewise. Yeah, absolutely. Such a great blog, Patrick.
1: Yeah. And, and as Rob just said, they're a real active member um, of the Two in the Authors community. So so thank you, Patrick, uh, not only just for your time this morning, but also uh, for, for being such an advocate of the TIA brands that we're building. Slowly, Rob, uh, you and I, mm-hmm. if you would like to help the Two in the Authors out, we would love to have you on this podcast to face the seven questions that Patrick has just faced. In order to do that uh, on our Facebook page, Two Indie Authors Facebook page, there is a pinned post that Robert has up there at the very top where you can fill out some details. Only takes two minutes and we will then contact you to be a guest on our show. So that's another that's episode 45 done, Rob. Um, amazing. I can't, we're, we're creeping up on that annual uh, episode oh, fifty two, which, which will be a year, um, which is kind of crazy. So that's forty five in the and, bag now. Um, yeah,
0: and slight spoiler, might be something mm-hmm. big for episode fifty two. Like, yes, who knows?
1: Who, who, knows? knows? <laughs> who knows? Certainly not me and Rob because <laughs> we don't plan in advance, but <laughs> well, Rob does. Rob plans the mailbags. He, he plans those fucking songs. Let's be honest about it. all these lyrics written <laughs> and everything before we get into it. Um, but Rob, thanks to you as well Um, for the past Thank 45 you. weeks. What have you got planned for week 46?
0: Uh, well, I'm actually going on a stag do this weekend, so I might not be around oh. for week 46. <laughs> I might not be here for episode 46
1: Hold on. Let, I can imagine you on a stag. Um. Number one on the karaoke
0: machine, yeah. Oh, of course. First one up there on that stage. I'll be dropping a uh, "Stan" by Eminem this week. I think just <laughs> completely drain the feeling <laughs> out of lyrics. the uh, out, out of the club. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going on the stag, do. Um, okay. So I'm away for for the week long weekend, and then yeah, again, I just Thank I just get as close to. Finishing this first draft. You know, I always say get it wrong as quickly as possible. I'm kind of getting it wrong as I go because Emma's editing it, which means when I get to the end of this, it's going to be already almost edited, which then means that, like it's it's a really exciting new adventure for me. So that's gonna be my focus. How about you, David? Yeah, a lot of creative.
1: So I will continue writing the next book in this uh mini-series. It's gonna be called Whatever Happened to Lee McLean. Um I'm a few chapters into that and I'm enjoying it. Uh, so that's always a bonus for me. Sometimes I can uh, be deep into a book and think, wow, this is heavy. This is heavy. This is going to take me some time. But these are nice and light, even though, I mean, the subject matter is quite dark. But the the premise and the, the narrative style where I'm switching heads um, is quite enjoyable to me. And I'm also got this other creative going on with this, um, with the producer who I'm meeting next week. So I, I, or next month. So the couple of projects that I have on at the moment, I'm enjoying, which is okay. a real big bonus. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to get dug into them and, you know, keep an eye on the figures for, for the book that's launched today. So, I mean, yeah, we, we'll be back with, with another update, I guess in a week, that will be episode 46